Hey, this is Sugar Shane, voice of the University of Mount Olive Trojans, and you are listening to the Swamp Talk Podcast with two of my favorite Brojans, Quentin and Chris. Two guys in a car in the swamp, talking sports, sipping on beverages. What could possibly go wrong? All right. Welcome, everybody, to the newest edition of the Swamp Talk Podcast with Quentin and Chris. And Dad is with me again. Hopefully, this time we won't have any technical difficulties. We have finally finished those. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How about on your end? Here I am. Yep, I hear you. All right. Well, Dad, raw emotion. I want to hear it. <laughs> NC State goes on the road and just isn't prepared at all and just gets stomped by Mississippi State, in lack yeah. of a better terms. I, uh, I was more upset Saturday night, Sunday morning. I've had, I've had three days to um, cool off a little bit more. All right. I mean, definitely a game we could have and should have won had we been prepared to play and had much better coaching and much better play calling. Defense played good. Defense wanted to win the ball game, I think. Uh, They were on the field way too long and I think got worn down. But, I mean, you still – we held them to 24. We only put the, – the offense gave them no help. No, the offense felt like it was non-existent. It was – I, I was – it was such a big turnaround. And, I, you know, we talked about it last week. Yeah, it was side Florida, that first game. But it was such a turnaround from what the, the way the O-line played in that opening game, you know, compared to what they did this past Saturday night. It, it was it, – it, it didn't do anything. And the play calling was just poor. I mean, I could, I could uh, be a little stronger with that, but I'm trying not to. It was just poor play calling, and I, you know, I don't get it. Get it. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you couldn't. You went down to Mississippi State. Their their field. SEC territory and your defense played. I mean, your de- your defense played a good ball game uh, for the most part. Um, you know, you might have had a breakdown here and there, but they, they played. They obviously wanted the game more than the offense did, and I think you and I mentioned earlier before we got on the air about the uh, the play calling and whatnot. And Dorn Dorn could have. Um, Override it or something other than he, he apparently he didn't. But I mean, the, the thing that really in you know, in the first half, we get down there on what the four, what were you on the five yard line, maybe yeah. inside, and you have a you call a, a jump pass, which was I stupid. Think, I think that I think it was first and goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, why you with the backfield you got? Now, granted, this this was early on in the game, so I guess we didn't realize how sorry the O line was going to play. But 
I would have punched it. I, we got with the two backs we got in the backfield there. I would have run the ball three times in a row. And I don't mean you didn't have to run it up the middle. I would have run off tackle or something like that three in a row. And then if I didn't get in, kick a field goal. I mean, it's not it's not a sin to kick a field goal. Um, that would have been much better than, you know, throwing an interception right down there. Yeah, and the jump pass, I don't understand why people still do that because it is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You know, everybody, it never seems to work. No matter who what? plays it, it's a wildcat play. And then on top of that, people can see that. And almost nine times out of ten, it ends up getting picked off. You'll remember uh, Duke doing that against Carolina last yeah. year. Same result. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not necessarily going to say I'm, I'm 100% against it because it's, it's like any other play. You got to execute the play, but that was the wrong time for it right then. I mean, you, you had an opportunity to to get a touchdown right there, and you just completely throw it away with a stupid call right then. I mean, I like I say I'm not compl- I'm not against ever using it at all. I just it was completely stupid at that point in the game to do that. Um, you know. I, and I've got some of the stats and all from you know what I, I, as I was looking through the stats, I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit. On paper, I mean we we outplayed them. Even as sorry we had to look at the, the the outcome didn't show it, but if you look at on paper, there's no way you know why did we not win that ball game other than stupid play calling and and and. Uh, Lack of uh, offense, but even even with that, I mean, you had you got two of the best running backs in the ACC. I'll, I'll put them against anybody, and I'll I mean I'll stand to that. You got two of the best running backs in the conference, and you ran each of them eight times a piece, <laughs> only eight times a piece, and Bam only got thirty one yards, and Ricky Person only got nineteen. Well, if you run eight times and only get that much yardage, what is what should that tell you, though? Well, the, uh, you've got to have some help from the O line, but still, they were not executed. They weren't blocking. And yeah, Mississippi State is a different animal than South Florida, but still, you 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 didn't even attempt any. I mean, I would have run each of those guys probably. I don't know, probably anywhere from 18 to 20, 22 times a piece. And uh, Houston, we only ran him one time. Well, Houston's a little bit of a smaller guy, and you're playing against Mississippi State folks now. This is SEC. This is true, but Houston's got some speed. He's got some quickness. But only if – but he can't – normally with – this is what I've seen from Jordan Houston – is he's more of a if your offensive line, excuse me, if your offensive line isn't blocking for you and opening holes, Jordan Houston isn't going to be able to help you a whole lot because he is not a well. He can he has trouble creating his own holes. He does, but he's more of a, an outside running guy. Yeah, and we don't do that a lot. Well, we need to. We need we to need use to. speed and quickness. You're right. I agree. And we did not. I mean, they gave him the ball one time. Um, 
And of course, Leary, he he ended up eight. Well, he's credited with eight carries uh, for minus fifteen yards. He I forgot how many times he was sacked. Yeah, I, he, was, he was sacked four times. Four times. Uh, let me throw this at you real quick. Okay. The total we had three hundred and thirty-five total yards. Okay, so that's not bad. Mississippi State had three sixteen. We outgained them. But we stalled, it seems, a lot more, and they had a lot more scoring possessions. And you can you can move up and down the field all night however much you want to, but That's if you true. can't score out of those possessions, what do they really mean? What what That's what what, what use does it make? That's true. That's true. We we were not the uh, the O line was just absolutely pitiful, and I don't understand. They were I I don't know if it was uh they were just they didn't uh, weren't prepared. Well, overwhelmed. I don't know what the problem was, but uh, it was. I think it was not. It was certainly not the same line. Now, yeah, I'll say it again. You're not playing side Florida, but still, they played uh, a whole entire different ball game two weeks in a row there. Well, I would probably go as far to say if the offensive line wasn't prepared for this then that's just unacceptable from your coaches and your players. You have to be prepared for this kind of game. There should be no – there is no excuse for not being prepared to play against oh, this uh, big of opponent. You need to always be prepared. If you can't be prepared for this, then w- what are yeah. you doing? Exactly, because like I was saying earlier, to me, that was that was prob- that was one of the two in – my, in my book, that was one of the two biggest games of the year. You had that game – and you got the Carolina game. Now, Clemson is going to be a big game, too. But this game, uh, this was an SEC opponent. This, this was an opportunity to kind of stand beyond everybody else in the, in the conference right now. Because everybody else, I mean, it's look what happened. Uh, of course, Clemson wasn't playing anybody the other day. They won. Look what happened to Florida State. Well, look what happened to, actually, look what happened to Clemson. I mean, I don't. I think the ACC is. I think the SEC is undefeated as far as uh, out of two uh, from week two. Yeah. I think the SEC is undefeated against ACC teams. Clemson lost their game. Yeah. Um, who well, else? Alabama won their game against Miami. You know, it kind of reminds me. All right, I, from what we've seen, I mean, we we only had two weeks here. But what we've seen so far, it's it's looking like a year for for uh, the ACC. ACC football. Now you know what what was it last season, season before last in basketball? We had, we we had a good team, and it seems like everybody else was kind of down. We had an opportunity to jump up to the top. Yeah, we threw it away. We we and and it, I hope that's not happening. This year, because we've still got some big games coming up. I mean, you got, uh, of course, that Clemson game, that Carolina game is going to be huge. And, of course, Carolina, they stomped the crap out of, um, what was it, Georgia State they played the other day? Yeah, Georgia State. <laughs> Basically, you know, a nobody team. Now, and people can say that about us, you know, with side Florida, I know. And then we're playing Furman. I don't know what to expect out of Furman this week. Well, I've heard people. I, I would like to get your opinion on some things, because I need to. I think we need to let folks know 
that we, just because we're saying these things, it doesn't mean we're giving up on the team. Because I've seen uh, yeah. some people on Twitter, and it's always been that way. You're either the Sunshine Squad or you're the Debbie Downer 24-7. Nothing happens right. I'd like right. to think we try to be somewhere on the middle of that. Um, well, and, and I, I read, I read the same, the same, uh, a bunch of the same remarks you're talking about on Twitter. I read that crap too, and, and you're right. You you have that every week. Um, it's you week know, two, I, though. Not at all. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm with them regardless. That's my team, and I pull for them, and you know, I I back them. But what we do. And I think what a lot of other people do too that may talk about it, you you just being honest about it. Yeah. I mean, if if you suck, you suck. If you didn't show up to play tonight, then you didn't show up. Now and that nothing to do with being um you know, giving up on your team or anything like that. That's not not the case at all. I mean, in our in our uh way of looking at it, I now I'm sure there are some out there like that, but you know, and every team's got them. And I don't look at it like that. I think if you can't stand to, to listen to the truth about something, and anybody that saw that ball game should know, and it knows anything about it. That's the problem, the problem too, I think. A lot of times you've got uh, a lot of people that really don't know as much as they think they know about it, and they're only, I don't know, they only go by, they look at the number numbers, Really look at how, how something is being played, you know. I don't know. Right. Well, yeah. The mo- the thing I was talking about is just there's apparently there's folks talking about selling their tickets, you know, for the year because yeah. of the way last night goes, and that's a bunch of BS. And you know, if you're gonna do that, then you probably don't need to be a state fan, anyways. <laughs> um. And then there's also, but on the other side of the spectrum, there's folks who think everything's just fine. Everything's fine. It's week two. It is week two. It is week two. We've only played two games into this year with a quarterback who hadn't played. He's played one game, and that was against USF. The last time he played was against uh, Carolina in 2020 before he broke his leg and didn't touch a football until this uh, past summer. Right. But... You have to look somewhere in the middle here. You have to acknowledge that there are some problems that need to be solved here, and they need to be solved quick if this season is going to be a success because you have lost a game now that, like always, it seems like we're in this position every year, and this is not about the players. In the end, I'm not down in the players for this. Some of them I am. But for the bulk of the people, I'm not down in the players for this. You have just lost a game... Where, like I said, this seems like it happens every season. Where it is not a must-win game. If you like, this is not a must-win game. It's not a conference game, so this is not going towards ACC. This is a must-win game if you want to elevate your program. Right. And that is something Dave Dorn, in his how many years? Eight years now. I, it's eight or nine. That that is something Dave Dorn has failed to do every single year. Yeah. He's he's good against the teams he should be good against most of the time. And he can never seem to beat the teams that we need him to beat. Well to elevate the program. Even a low lower end SEC now you know the lowest end of the SEC well, is better than some of the top 
or some of the higher ends of the ACC, but you need to at least put up a good fight in these games, and that just didn't happen the other night. No, it didn't happen at all. I mean, now, now defense, I think that side of the ball, it, 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 they, like I said, they were on the field oh, way too long. You, you can't put your guys out there. The offense has got to help them out, and you got to score. And But the defense wasn't getting any help at all the other night. They were out there just way too long. The guys were tired, and, and, and you can't blame them for that. Um, but I agree, and I, I, I've, I think I told you earlier today, I'm – I've tried at moments. I've gotten upset with Dorn, and and it kind of went away. And I've tried to, in my mind, defend him uh, to a point. But I'm about to get to the point where, like you just said, he's he's beating people that he should. But when a game like this that can take you up a notch, we we don't. He can't seem to get through it. And and it's not. Now we've had to, now this game here. There was no offense. I mean, we didn't do, we did not score. We did the offense did not produce. We've had other games uh, that we did and should have won, but they found a way to lose it. Right. Now this particular, and I think we've we've said that before about several other games. You know, we and well, we've talked about state that, like that in the past. You know, instead of um, and that may even have bled over to basketball too, but. Instead of uh, finding a way to win, we seem to find a way to lose. And, you know, stuff like that's got to stop. But, I mean, think about how big that would have been, that win. And that's something I, I don't know. Of course, I wasn't in practice. You weren't either all week long. We don't know what they were trying to if to get them pumped up, pushing that. You know, this this is a big, big, big-time game for you guys. I, we don't know if any of that, how, how much, I, I feel like some of it did. But somewhere along the line, somebody lost something because offense just did not come out the other night. Yeah, and I, I, I wish I had the answers for it, but I don't think anybody will. I mean, I think it's just the thing we got to ride with. And once again, anybody that wants to say it, no, this is not, you know, we're saying this. Uh, you know, we're supposed to be going to see Furman play, you know, state Furman play. Uh, yep. And I'm just going to be, I'm going to be as big a state fan at the Furman game. That's how I've always been. Oh, yeah. I don't care who we play. Any game I get to go to, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, I, I enjoy all of them. Of course, you like to win, but it's going to be at least we've got, we're coming off a loss. You still got to bounce back. Um, hopefully we will bounce back and have a big game like we, excuse me, like we did a couple of weeks ago. Right. I, I, I tell you though, what, I guess it's a good thing not to put Furman down or anybody in that, their level or whatever down, but I guess it's a good thing we, this loss came. If there's a good side to it, you lost, and just think, if you'd have lost that game the other night and then had to come back this week and play, a Clemson or a Virginia Tech or Carolina, somebody like that, you're already, you know, I think it would have been tougher hmm. to, to come back. And, and, not, and that's not to put Furman down any. I, I mean, I've seen us, I've seen State play Furman, gosh, I don't know, several times back in the 80s because we used to play them quite a bit more than, you know, I think nowadays. But Well, it's where you got Dick Sheridan from, right? Right. So. Yeah, and 
he always had good teams there, and he had good teams at state. But um, I still, I guess, they're still going to be. I'm, I'm looking for them to come back big. Right. This, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't expect them to come out here and score seventy points or anything like that. But I expect them to, to turn it around quickly. They're going to have to turn it around quickly. They cannot let. That one thing I guess they can't they can't hold on to that game is done it's over with everybody got mad yeah we wanted we wanted that we needed that win but it's over now you still got what um, eight games or ten, nine games yeah you still got what nine games left and you so. still got an opportunity to have a, a really big season yeah I mean it sounds crazy but state could go on a tear from here on out. You know, this could be a turning point. Somebody, something could snap after the loss of you know two of our best defense. Well, two one of two of our best defenders are gone for the season now. Yeah, and something could snap for all we know. Well, hopefully, doesn't sound very NC State, but it could happen. Well, yeah, and and hopefully. The guys, the you know, the rest of the guys out there will step it up a little bit. You I mean you got? We we've lost our, like you said, Peyton Wilson is gone for the year, and so is Cyrus Fagan, I believe is his name. That's right. Safety. So I mean, Peyton Wilson is the best player on that 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 uh, that defense. Oh yeah, he's and, all ACC. So I mean, somebody else. Hopefully, more than one are going to have to step up. You know, and even with him getting hurt uh, the other night and everything, defense still played well. I hope, hopefully, they will pull together. Right. I'm looking to see a lot more. If with Peyton Wilson gone now, I would like. I think we're going to start. We've already seen a lot of them lately. Of Drake Thomas, I think. Yeah. I think he'll be one of those people. He's already stepped up. And I think Drake Thomas will will come. I think he's a linebacker. If not, he's a D lineman. I think so, but I I don't know. I can't confirm it or anything. I think I read today where he's actually going to be bumped up to a captain. I believe. Well, he. I mean, he deserves it the way he's played. Oh yeah. So uh, I, I'm I'm looking for Drake Thomas to turn up to turn up a little bit here. Well, I'm um I'm I know, I'm gonna probably jump around a little bit, but I mean. You know, a lot of people. Let me let me jump to Leary really quick. Mm. Um, he was thirty of forty nine the other night. He threw for three hundred and three yards. Yeah, he had an interception. He had a touchdown and interception. Um, one thing that I had not, I guess I probably knew it and had not really thought much about it. I was reading uh, uh, some comments on Twitter about, it, and you know, the more I read it and thought about it, 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 it made a lot of sense. He. And I was going to see what you thought about it. Mm. It seems that he doesn't read the field really well. It's kind of oh, yeah. predetermined in his mind when the ball snapped. Who he's going I'm to throw it to. Throw, yeah, regardless of, you know, what else might be going on. I, I have noticed that. And sometimes he'll throw it to the very first person he sees. Right. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that too. But I, that's something... And, you know, the coaching staff, that's something they should – he's been playing this, – this isn't his first ball game. No. He's been playing a while. They, they've they been around him. Uh, the coaching staff, that's something they should have picked up on way back and should have been working on right. for a long time. 
I don't know what it is. I, I saw him do that a couple times against USF. Right. Um, I, I really don't know because I've seen him do the opposite. I've seen him make reads before. And it just seems like he's not consistent with that. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's just... If that's just Devin Leary, or I, I really can't tell you because, and you know, I don't. I mean, I would be able to tell a difference if I saw more of the other two quarterbacks to tell you if it's a Devin Leary thing or if it's a coaching thing, because what they're telling yeah. Devin Leary is probably the exact same thing they're telling Ben Finley and Aaron McLaughlin. So it's, I mean, it's, it's possible, but you know, if that is the case, then that's. I don't agree with that coaching right there. That's, you mean, look at the look at the group of receivers we've got. Yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, why are you going to just target one person? Yeah, I know. You, you got Porter Rooks. You got Thayer Thomas. You got Amaka Mezzi. You got Keon Lassane every now and then off the ball. You know, off tackle. Yeah. You have, I mean, you, gotta, you know, you have running backs that can catch the ball too. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So I mean, you you've got he's got any number of guys that that I would trust throwing the ball to. But you know, I don't know. That's just one thing I I remember reading that the other day and got to thinking about it. And you know that that that's right. Um, I agree that he is doing that. But you know, there again, if they're coaching that, I you know, I don't get that. I, I don't I don't get that at all. But Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe they're trying. Maybe they do know it. They realize it. They're trying to get him out of it. I, I don't know, but um, you know, well, we got to do. If it is a Devin Leary thing, and I don't know, because I don't know, it's if it's stuck in his head. If it's it's like a lot of things. If you make a habit of something, it's hard to get out of that habit. Well, in that, well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I. I I guess we'll we'll get another couple more games maybe out of him and see what's what it's looking like then. We'll I'm just uh that O line, you know, and one thing, yeah, they they don't give him they didn't give him much time at all the other night, yeah, if any time. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that may have been a part of it too. I, you know, I don't know if he's being rushed or whatnot and you well, gotta get you rid know, of the ball. You know, that that if you, if you when you put it like that, some more things have come to mind. I have seen him make reads when he has enough time. But right. it seems to me like he always feels rushed. But when he doesn't feel rushed, he actually makes the time, takes the time and actually makes good reads. Right. Maybe that's part of it. I, I've seen – there's a lot of things I've seen where I didn't like. I think it was this game, and uh, it's from Devin Leary a lot, is where he's making these almost lateral passes. Yeah. That is something that – that is a no-no. For me, well, yeah, I, I think so too. But there again, it, it may be what they're they're asking him to do. I mean, you don't you don't know exactly. So I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see how we'll see how the offense responds this week and and see if they can. Uh, like I said, I hope they've worked on that O line a lot. I mean, they they and I I was thinking you know coming into the season, especially after that first game. I know I'm basing a whole lot on that first game. But um, I was expecting a whole lot more out of the O line, yeah. and and you know you got it one week, and then the next week somebody turned the switch off on them. So I, maybe it'll be back on. Actually, you know, we don't have 
there's other games. I mean, there's a lot more games to play, but I mean, you got Furman, you got Clemson, you got Carolina. We've got um, what Louisville? Yeah. Uh, this year, um, uh, who was another? Oh, don't we play Virginia Tech this year, or do we? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Virginia Tech is a coastal team, so I don't think that would right. be a no. We may not. I forget. I know we got. Um, but I mean, and then we got Syracuse coming up too. Right now, now that's as of right now. I mean, Syracuse is a train wreck. Right. But um, I've seen them. I have watched pieces of a couple of different teams play. Right. Um, but I mean, we'll see how they respond. We'll be there Saturday night. Um, yeah. I'm ready. Hey. Be my. Yeah. Uh. Well, since we're getting out of football, I do want to give a quick shout out. To uh, there's a special shout. I want to give a shout out to the people of Mississippi State because they were great hosts. Uh, I've read a lot of good things this past weekend about how all of them were real nice to all our fans, and yeah. it was a good weekend. You know, regardless of the score, I'm glad. I'm glad we at least have that. I'm glad that just because I'm glad baseball bled over into football is pretty much is kind of what I'm trying to say. Well, how um, about? So, you know, since we're on the Mississippi State train for a minute, um, did you read? Uh, I, I didn't. I don't remember exactly how all it was worded or whatever. But it's. I've had a couple of people come to me and say that they had read articles or whatnot where the NCAA is kind of coming out and saying, in so many words, oh, they kind of screwed up in the World Series. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure nobody saw that one coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a couple of people tell me that they've read uh, different little articles and blips about that. Where I guess they they've kind of you know, well maybe maybe we did make a mistake. I you know, there's no baby about it. They did make one. They well, screwed us back. That. I mean, that, again, it's no need to dig all that back up. Really, yeah. I just was wondering. No, I hadn't read that, but I'll say I'll put it. I'll end that little discussion with this right here. The only reason I'm gonna say it, that does that really doesn't mean diddly squat to me what they say anymore, because right. what they've done is over and done with. They can't. It's not like they're a little sorry is gonna undo any daggum stuff that they did. What they oh, did, right. they did, and that's the, they're only saying it because to save face. I'm I'm guessing at this point, yeah, uh, they knew they screwed up when they they knew they were screwing up when they did it in the first place. Oh yeah, but you know. And they did. They knew it. And, you know, what makes it even harder for me, and I'm sure a lot of other state fans, is the fact that our people at state didn't fight it. Well, you know, it, it, well, like that, like they should have. They, I don't even think they really made a good effort in trying yeah. to get all that thing down. Again, I mean, that's all said and done. We, we got to – we're waiting for next year now. Yeah, it's times like that where you really miss Debbie Al. Because <laughs> Debbie Al would have told them would have told them to shove it up their ass. Sorry. Yeah. Because Debbie Al, she she would have fought to the bitter end for that. To me, that was a perfect opportunity for uh, Boo Corgan to kind of kind of make a lot of points with the state. Yeah. Uh, nation. Instead, he lost and, points. Yeah. Yeah, and it and he he didn't. He had an opportunity there, and he just kind of rolled over but yeah. anyway let I me get back up, um, uh, oh no if you had do you have any more NC State stuff because I have one little football I, thing 
I didn't have any more NC State. I was going to try to run through. I've got some high school scores from last Friday that might be interesting. And uh, well, hey, do you have the Mania game? Them real quick. Do you have the Mania game by any chance? Uh, Our good buddy me... Kevin Allen insisted that we didn't talk about this, but since Gates County, I heard I heard there's some bad. I heard uh, Mania had a time. Yeah, I do. Uh, Mania. I don't know what I was talking to uh, somebody I worked with yesterday about that. Um, I, I don't know what's happened to Manio football this year. They I don't think they have won a game yet. What do you have the score though? I do. They lost forty-eight to nothing. Who were they playing? Uh, they were playing White Oak High School. I do not know where that's located. That's. Mm. Yeah, I read somewhere from old Kevin Allen saying that Manio has been outscored like 148 to 12 or whatever. Right. I'm not sure if if anybody knows where White Oak High School is. Please uh, send a tweet or something to let us know because I don't. And I didn't look it up. Um, I just was going through my my, – my scores the other night, and I wrote that down. I didn't stop to go take time to see where they were actually located. And uh, right. but yeah, but you know, we had um, there's uh, there was another big loss in our area this past Friday. Oh, I heard Edenton got beat. Edenton lost twenty eight to twenty two to Norview High School, which is a, a big high school up in Norfolk, Virginia. Right. Um. Uh, and uh, also another one. Oh yeah, Curry Tuck, Curry Tuck County went down. They lost fifty three to thirty five to uh, Lake Taylor, which is also up in Virginia. That's wow. So, do you yeah, have the Northern was, Nash score for me? I, I'm, well, I didn't hear you. What you say? I said, do you have a, a a score out of Northern Nash? Did they play? I, I did not write it down, but I saw it. Um, I, I'm scared to say because I can't remember. I did look at it, and I forgot who they were playing, but I don't remember if they won or lost. Uh, I didn't put it down. I actually have it right here. Um, they played D.H. Conley this past weekend. That's right. Yep. And they lost 34-32. to 32. Tough loss was, for tough loss for the I believe they're the Knights. I I think so. I think so. Tough, tough loss. I did I did have another one that's a little closer over there to where you are. Um mm. Rocky Mount. Oh, Rocky yeah. Mount Oldsboro forty two to six. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Uh old Sugar Shane was calling that game. Yep. yep that's right. Um couple of other ones that were close to home, uh First flight down in Kyoto Hills, they beat Bert T twenty nine to twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington County, which formerly Plymouth High School, they beat Southeast Halifax thirty eight to twenty eight. And uh, Tarboro came back; they beat Southwest Edgecombe the other night forty one to thirteen. Right. Um, only other one uh, I had a score for Camden beat Jones County forty two to nothing. Uh, Rocky Mount Prep played Perquimans the other night, but at the time I was looking it up, 
the score wasn't available, so I'm not sure what happened there. That's fine. Hey, I do have one more for you. Uh, because our boy Chance Puckett is probably listening to this, and Chance, oh, Chance is an alumnus of the Northern Nash High School Knights. And so uh, I do want to get this. Do you know who uh, they are traveling this next Friday? Do you know where the Northern Nash High School Knights are going to be traveling to? I don't. The Washington High School Pam Pack. Oh, okay. Washington High School. That is in the town of Washington, not the county. <laughs> we'll be hosting the Northern Nash Knights on Friday, September 17th at 7 p.m. I wonder if that'll be a good game. Pam Pack are 2-0, and and obviously the Knights are 2-1, and but they lost a close one to Conley. And everybody knows that D.H. Conley normally has some pretty decent football, you know? Yeah, most of those those teams around Greenville are, are I think, most of them have a pretty decent team. So I, I don't know. I hadn't really – I hadn't kept up with anything as far as what Washington has done or how they've played or anything. But it, it should be a good game. Well, I, I, uh, I know this is not a Northern Nash podcast, but – I do want to bring it up. Obviously, they're two and one. Northern Ash two and one. They lost that close game to Conley. Uh, the two weeks before, they beat Southwest Edgecombe fifty three to nothing, and then the week after that, they beat Topsail forty to nothing. So, right. I mean, and then well, Con- you have Conley. You lose by two points. Yeah. So I, that might be a good game. That is my game to watch. <laughs> Well, the only other high school note I had was uh, Gates County's been out of action for the last two weeks, as we said a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm. They, as of right now, they're they're on for this Friday night. We got a home game against uh, Riverside from over in Williamston. Right. They're coming. To, they're coming to Gatesville Friday night. I'll be there on the sideline. So, don't know what to expect from that one. I know Riverside. I think has had some COVID issues. Uh, I don't know. I know they missed uh, two weeks in a row. I'm not sure if they've missed anything else. But um, as of right now, we're still playing Friday night, so we'll see how that ends up. Yeah. Um, only other thing I had, I, I wrote down some college scores, but I'm not going to go through the whole list. I just actually I put a couple of them down just for you. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I'm not sure if how much of them you had seen or whatever, but did you know Coastal Carolina beat Kansas this weekend? Oh uh, yeah, I saw Kansas. Coastal Carolina beat Kansas. We're actually, I've been in. I've uh, we have a special guest back on here. Matt Stokes has invaded the room once again. I'm back, and I want to apologize to Swamp Talk. Florida State football is not back. <laughs> The moment I start well, going for Florida State is when they start losing again. That's all. <laughs> it's okay, but we hurt. We hurt with you. I think they were. Um, I watched some of that game. Actually, it might maybe a quarter of it, and then I wouldn't watch anymore. I was kind of. I was trying to watch two or three different things at once. It was a good game, though. It was a good. Yeah. It was a good game. All right, that was Matt Stokes. <laughs> and the the other one I threw in there for you. Uh, I'm not, did you get to watch any of Miami and Appalachian State? I did not. Did that? Who won that game? That was uh, Miami. Miami. That, I did watch that game. Yeah. 
Miami won that one 25-23. But, and I only watched maybe, I don't know, I maybe watched a series. And yeah. then I, but um, I had a couple of, I watched some of the South Carolina ECU game the other day. And I tell you, I mean, we're not, I'm not a, a, a pirate fan or anything, but I really, that they, they kind of pulled an NC State maybe, if you will. The East Carolina should have won that ball game. Well, App, I think App should have won Miami. So, well, that there you go. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, another team from North Carolina actually, I mean, absolutely got their butt handed to them. Was Western Carolina? Well, who are you playing? They were playing Oklahoma. Okay, that's all you got to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. That uh, who even scheduled that game? But, well, um, well, trust me on this. Western Carolina got paid a, hell, a, a lump sum. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. That's the reason why they came out and play. I think that game was more of a uh, – they played yeah. that game to get some money. Yeah. And I'm and sure I, they I, did. They did, yeah. That, it, uh, I didn't even realize they were playing them until I started going through the scores. Yeah, well, but, it's what it is. The ACC, you know, didn't do bad over the weekend as a whole. I mean, uh, well, I mean, Florida State lost to Jacksonville State. Well, we lost, and um, and Syracuse lost. Everybody else in the conference actually won their games, other than Florida State. Uh, Other than Florida State, that's right. Uh, Duke beat A and T. Tech beat uh, Middle Tennessee. Boston College beat UMass. Um, Clemson beat South Carolina State. Oh, real quick. The UMass game. Boston College, UMass. Right. You know what that game was? Uh, yeah, and I've gone blank. I heard them talking about The Red about Bandana it. game. Yeah, yeah. Over the weekend, obviously, past the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. Yep. And uh, if you've ever seen that ACC Traditions, yeah, one of them, they did the red bandana. Real good story. Yeah, I forgot about it. But that. They, that was that game there. Uh, obviously, the uniforms and everything were like red handkerchiefs. Yeah, yeah they were talking about that. Uh, and I don't know uh, why they didn't show that game on TV. We could not get it. Yeah, I don't remember uh, if it was on, uh, if I could get it or not. I didn't. I didn't watch, or I really didn't look for it, really. Um, I had, like, two or three other games I was flipping to, you know, back and forth. But um, they, uh, um, but that's all I had. Oh, I was going to tell you, Boise State won. Woo! The Broncos. Yeah. But um, other than that, I know we kind of were, were – Getting, we're late getting started this week, and it's getting late tonight. I really didn't have anything. Yeah. Uh, anything more. We're um, looking forward to being in Raleigh Saturday night. And oh yeah, shout out to uh, why we shout out real quick to uh, Chance Puckett and our buddy, my buddy Mac. Uh, I don't have a last name for him. Just know he's Mac. <laughs> he's on. Uh, he actually did our design for our new logo this past time, but uh, both big-time pack fans, they made the trek to Starkville this past weekend. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, Chance, we, we're hoping to see Chance this next, this Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, shout-out to them. They drove, I think, from Starkville 
to Raleigh? I don't remember uh, our row or I know our seat number, but we're going to be in section 31. I don't remember what row right now. Yeah, so all you all you we'll assassin snipers out there, that's where we're going to be. Good job, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you, you you've given us away to the Clinton administration. Good job. Come by 31 and mention uh, Swamp Talk. <laughs> yeah. We'll take your name and give you a shout-out next time. <laughs> so, but I, anyway. I have one I- more thing. Uh, I have one more thing, and we are not NFL folks, but I'm doing this for Matt. Because poor old Matt Stokes is a Panthers fan, bless his heart. And week one has come and gone. You know, this past weekend was opening weekend of NFL football. Yeah. And the Panthers played the Jets at home in beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, and won with their new... Quarterback, Mr. Sam Darnold. I don't know if you remember that name. Yeah, I do. And I, I saw that score the other day. And we watched it. And they tried to give it away. But credit to the Panthers. We watched that game. And do you know who's quarterback for the Jets? Uh, I don't. Uh, Mr. Does Zach Wilson. Does Zach Wilson give you a, a ring? From BYU. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a starting quarterback. And he was a rookie. First game. Uh, and it was a good game. You know, I watched it, and it was a really good game. And uh, I didn't. Um, I saw the score, but I, yeah, I'm still not. <laughs> I won't go all into that. Yeah, I don't but, fail, but you'll be happy to know, Mister Christian McCaffrey had a good game. Yeah, I, I heard. I did hear that. Uh, well, actually, I think I saw it on Twitter. And you, you like Christian McCaffrey still, don't you? You like yeah. C Mac? Yeah. Yeah, he had none. He he rushed for right at a hundred yards. Yeah, I I didn't I don't didn't see any other stats. I read a couple of things on uh, Twitter, but other than that, I didn't I didn't know what was going on. So, well, look, man, I I got to uh, I know we got we got to cut it short. I've got a phone call I've got to take from my work. <laughs> um, All right, got for this week. All right, well, I'll finish it up here. And we'll right. talk to you next week. All right. We'll see everybody. Yes, sir. See you. Bye. All right. So, in closing, there's Dad there. So, yeah, the Panthers won. Well, I finished that up. Panthers won against the Jets. Final score was... <clears throat> the final score was 19-14. to 14. Uh, Panthers will... <laughs> take it on the actually no they'll be back home next week it's the New Orleans Saints and I believe Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback there old crab leg stealer himself I know Matt Stokes didn't like that but I said what I said and I'll stand by it I don't want Jameis Winston back in his Florida State days so we got that going on and I also want to get dip into NASCAR real quick before we left just for my NASCAR fans out there uh didn't see the cup race the other night but I know, um, I forget who won it. The cup race wasn't really what I was focused on, you know, this past weekend. I was more focused on the Xfinity race. Everybody knows why. Longtime favorite driver of mine, Dale Jr., did his one-off race at Richmond Interna- uh, Richmond Raceway for the Xfinity race this past weekend. I don't remember how he finished. 
Uh, but I do know the winner because it was a junior motorsports uh, driver and for the second week in a row and also one of my favorite drivers in the Xfinity Series. I want to see him in the cup here in a couple years or maybe next year was Noah Gregson in the number nine Black Rifle Coffee uh, Bass Pro Chevrolet Camaro. Second week in a row. Love me some Noah Gregson. So big time win there. Happy to hear and other than that, that's really all I got. So, from the swamp, we'll see y'all later.